Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Hey folks, thanks for listening again today. If you've been listening the last two days, I have Pastor Don Bertelson, Pastor Max Buchanan, and Pastor Dewey Alger in studio with me. I'm Pastor Tom Doherty. Glad you're listening. You're going to hear from us all week long because I've asked the boys to uh, do this with me. And, uh, and of course, we were off the air and Pastor Don and Pastor Max were just going back and forth on, on accountability. So Max, tell us what you're talking about. Let's might as well feed in on this. Yeah, so we kind of left off on accountability last uh last show and i was just kind of thinking about it and it's one of those things that we don't really stress even in our evangelistic efforts a lot of times it's like let's make converts let's make converts let's make converts and i think the key word is that disciple i mean that literally means to be a learner right like the disciple and rabbi was a relationship that's portrayed throughout the bible and that's a learner and a teacher and so um just for me as like a disciple and as i'm creating other disciples, like I think that, that there's just such a way to go about it and accountability is such a huge piece of that as Don and I were talking about and actually preparing people like we were talking about and being prepared. A lot of Jesus's words, whether it's even the parable of the 10 virgins, like five of them were ready, five of them weren't, you know, like we were just seeing those things kind of play out through scripture. And it's like, how are we as pastors and leaders teaching people to be ready and how are we ready ourselves is a huge question. I think that we don't ask all that much. I think that's what's so cool about our dive deeper classes that we started doing. And, and I didn't even really think about that as the first one I taught, but I did basic like hermeneutics. Like how do you study the Bible and how do you get something out of it? Mm-hmm. And I've been just hearing people saying, we actually use those methods and we're growing from it. And so for me as a pastor, I'm like, that's, that's discipleship. I'm giving them the tools in order to grow in their faith. And then that's going to be something as they have a genuine faith with Jesus, it's going to be contagious. I think that we'll see that outpouring of converts through how we're preparing our congregation. We don't always think that way, you know? And you know what? People are are desiring that. We've had, you've had a class, I've had a class, mm-hmm. and we had a class we had to cancel coming up, but but uh, so far those classes have been overflow. I mean, we've they've just been huge mm-hmm. classes, which shows us that people have a desire to learn and grow deeper, and it is great. And and even you guys in your in in Dewey and his kids and Max and your youth, you guys really get down to business teaching those kids. I I was just the other I had to wait for Dewey the other day. He was teaching something. I'm in there listening to him, man. And these kids are captivated, but man, he's sharing some depth of of uh, Jesus to those kids, and they're responding. Mm. And of course, Dewey, this last year, you've you have you know I've I've talked on radio about this, but. You have a very interesting. You call it Almighty Stadium, and you had this uh, blue turf, and and you had an end zone. You're trying to lead people down the field to Jesus, and then when they find Jesus, you you have their handprint put on. We call it the Wall of Fame, I, Wall of Faith, Wall of Faith. Yeah, and excuse me, and uh, and they have their handprints when they're baptized. Their names on there. And, that thing is full of names. I yeah. mean, full of hands. We and the kids are excited to get their hands up, handprints up there, and. You know, I just remind them, this does not save you. This wall, your hand being up there does not save you. It's a great reminder when you come in and if you come and visit the church when you're 95, I say joking, hey, see my hand right there. Um, man, the, your faith in Jesus Christ, that's what saves you. Your, your obedience, following after him, we need to mark those times. That's why I do that, you know, um, blue for baptism or yellow for you know, when they ask Christ into their heart, we need to mark those times. We need to remember them. Um, the enemy will try to get us to forget or turn away, 
But we just need to always remember, we need to encourage each other. Max was saying that, and Don was saying that, we need that accountability, um, responsibility to, you know, lift each other up. You know, it's easy to start talking negative and getting down and stuff, but when we can stand up and lift each other up and lift our eyes up, you know, that does help us with our faith and it. We can make it through, you know, this time um, and the next time and the next time, whatever it's going to be. Well, we have a great opportunity to certainly make a difference. And, you know, there's some good movie at last year. The big movie was, I can only imagine it, it touched our lives, man. I bawled and I've watched it several times. I, I just, I still love that movie. Now the new, New movie came out. What's that called, Max? I still, uh, I still I believe. Still believe. And now it's about Jeremy Camp and his wife. Uh, mm. And I'm telling you what, take Kleenexes, folks. I've been twice, and I'm telling you what, it is a tearjerker. Just a little shout out, Calvary Chapel Bible College alum Jeremy Camp. You know, gotta give a shout out where it's due. I went well, there too. That's why. And I was just gonna, <laughs> I was just gonna get to that because yeah. they show your campus during that whole movie, and I thought, what? Because you've always talked about the campus. I haven't seen it, but it was beautiful, and I am going to see it when I go there because I want to. I yeah. want man, I have, maybe have you take me there, and you got a daughter doing it. And I was just going to jump in. I have a daughter. Her name is Grace, and she's going to the campus just outside of Ensenada, Mexico. It's the Calvary Chapel um, Bible College, and she is loving it. So yeah, she's going to come home with the husband. She might. <laughs> no, that's what happens. Bridal college. Yeah. Right. Did Max tell your story? Yeah, we said yeah. one of my best friend's daughters down there, and she's down there three months. Next thing you know, she's dating Max. Yeah, and then about a year later, <laughs> we were married. A year so. later, you're on my staff. Uh, yeah, yeah. A year later, I'm on Tom's staff. In fact, staff this married. is where this is the building you had your major. You and her oh, had your yeah. major interview in. For Cloverdale. Little, little babies. Yeah. I was 22 and she was 20. Yeah. And Tom. And, and Beth Schaefer was on our uh, yeah. uh, our committee that hired you, and we had a unanimous. We had two people candidates, and we and after God uh, God's intervention, we were unanimous that this is the man we wanted. We haven't turned back, and God has certainly blessed that. Well, you know yeah. what? I wrote this in my notes. I said, the faithful will be rewarded. You know, and we know that in life, the faithful reward. If you stay faithful, and during these times of struggle, during these times of uncertainty, stay faithful to things of God. He's got some big things for you. Now, life isn't going to be perfect. You're going to have your ups and downs. I've had a crazy cold I've been fighting. I'm 95% through it, but I still, there's about 5% that's holding on. And and now you hate even having a cold around people because they think, oh, you got the virus. You know, I, I hope I don't have the virus. If I, if I do have the virus, I'm sure you'd be the first to know because I'd tell you, you know, and say, <laughs> say, stay away from me. And my church probably wouldn't be very happy. The legislature wouldn't be very happy. I'd have a lot of people not very happy. And three guys in this room wouldn't be very happy, even though, even though I'd probably have would have got it from one of the guys in this room. <laughs> but uh, I'm not going to say who that would be, but he's similar to my age. But anyway, <laughs> but anyway I want to move on here. There's a story, and it's uh, it's a story of the uh, talents, a parable of bags of gold. Folks, I'm going to read it very quickly for you because I think you need this is jesus words so bear with me for the next uh, minute and 24 seconds again it'll be like a man going on a journey who called his servants and entrusted his wealth to them to one he gave five bags of gold to another two bags and to another one bag each according to the ability then he went on his journey the man who had received five bags of gold went at once and put his money to work and gained five bags more so also the one with two bags of gold gained two more but the man who had received one bag went off dug a hole in the ground and hid it and he hid his master's money. 
After a long time, the master of those servants returned and settled accounts with them. The man who had received five bags of gold brought out another five. Master, he said, you entrust me with five bags of gold. See, I've gained five more. His master replied, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. The man with two bags of gold also came. Master, he said, you entrusted me with two bags in gold. See, I've gained two more. His master replied, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. Then the man who had received one bag of gold came. Master, he said, I knew that you are a hard man, harvesting where you have not sown and gathering where you have not scattered seed. So I was afraid and went out and hid your gold in the ground. See, here it is. It belongs to you. His master replied, You wicked, lazy servant. So you knew that I that I harvest where I have not sown and gather where I have not scattered seed. Well, then you should have put my money on deposit with the banker so that when I returned, I would have received it back with interest. So take the bag of gold from him and give it to the one who has 10 bags. For whoever has will be given more and and they will be given in abundance. Whoever does not have, even what they have will be taken from them. And throw the worthless servant outside into the darkness where there be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Well, you know, we look at this thing, and how many people in this world are probably like the guy with one bag? What, I, what kind of stuck out to to me that's interesting in this parable, and I could be wrong on this, there's just an observation from the text. The, the wicked servant was the only one that said he was a harsh man. So I'm wondering if that's like an indicator that he didn't really know the master. I don't know. Anybody oh, have any thoughts right. on that? Like the other two are like, oh, we were like gaining something from yeah. this and they don't have any complaints about the master. Right. But he goes in and so it's showing that, that he doesn't even know the, the master's character. Right? Like, and I think that that's, that's an interesting. I, I, I think that's a well. That's a point. very interesting point. I think that's very true because when we're talking the bags of gold or the talents or whatever, we're not thinking of material. We're thinking of the great spiritual gifts that Jesus has for us. Mm-hmm. And when we don't share them, that happens to us, and for him not knowing the master or not knowing Jesus, we're not able to be able to receive those yeah. gifts, and so we end up burying them, and we think we're saving them for something when we're supposed to be sharing them with others. Mm-hmm. What I love about the story is five, three, and one. You know, in a world where everybody, oh, we're all supposed to be equal, or all supposed to be on the, you know, the same plane. You know, we have different gifts, different talents. You know, and we're responsible if if that person has five or if that person has three or one, but they got the same reward, the five and the three, they doubled it. And God said to him, well done, good and faithful servant. Well, I think it was five and two. Sorry. <laughs> five and two. But that's all right. But that's, that's all right. You're right. The gnashing of teeth will come your way. <laughs> inflation. Uh, inflation. <laughs> that's good. But that point. That was a good point, Max. That, yeah, that certainly was point. a good point. I, well, you know, think about that. Just mm-hmm. uh, you're harsh, mad. You're, you know, and mm-hmm. maybe that's why he was given the one. Maybe that's why the the whole mm-hmm. example of this thing. Yeah. But it, God has entrusted each of us. He's given us abilities. He's given us responsibilities. He's given us choices. You know, God gives us clear choices, and there are consequences to the choices we make. And I talked about that a lot when I did this sermon. There's a lot of consequences on on what. What happens in our lives, and and we need to be aware of what we're doing, how we're living, and we're going to actually talk about that tomorrow. We're going to talk about accountability and the responsibility of witness tomorrow as we finish this week out. But boys, thank you for joining me today. Yeah, thank you. It's just great having you. It's just a lot of fun being able to wrap together and share God's truth and 
Makes it a lot easier on me because you guys have some great ideas. Well, folks, Lord bless you, and please go out and make a difference and be accountable to the Lord. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.